Perfect. Welcome to Fuking Around. It's the first episode of the new year, 2024. I'm so freaking stoked about it. Um, obviously, no, but actually, I think it's going to be a good year uh, before I like mock the shit out of it. <laughs> nah, nah I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, 2024 should be exciting, but it's been a while, obviously. So got to update the people on what's been going on. So I think the biggest news that I have in the last, I don't know, couple months is I got this hoodie jacket for Christmas, dude. Dude, this thing is so comfy. It's comfy. I love this thing, and I mock it because I love it. I call it a hoodie jacket. Um, I have no idea what this actual article of clothing is. I got it as a gift. Uh, my mom was like, you should wear this. It'll probably look good on you. She's probably trying to help me look as good as possible. Um, thanks, Mom. But this uh, this hoodie jacket is – I'm very passionate about it. I love this hoodie jacket. You roll up the sleeves, you button it halfway down, and boom, you got a nice, cute little accessory that you can wear to impress no one. So it's really wonderful. But um, let's get into what I want to talk about today. So first up, so I talked about – yeah, okay. So, the new year. Let's talk about the new year. So, honestly, I don't I don't know about anybody else. This this new this new year. It did, didn't feel like a new year, frankly. Um I just didn't feel like it. Like it just didn't I don't know if the ball like the ball dropping didn't work like the mojo, the stars or something. Someone who's into astrology, if you could give me a call and help me understand why it was didn't feel like a new year, I'd love to know cuz it didn't feel like a new year. Honestly, felt like it was kind of a waste. I kind of feel like the new year actually starts this week. Not positive of that, but it just cosmically it feels right. I don't know. I've been feeling like crap for the last few days in the new year, which is weird. I don't know. I uh, just haven't been uh, haven't been feeling like my best. I've been feeling like much less than my best. You know what I mean? So just think it was kind of uh a lame new year. So I think it's going to be better this, this week. It'll start, it'll start this week. So weird. Cause it was like a quintessential new year, at least for me. Cause like, I love Mondays. Like Monday, it's like, Oh, let's start Monday. Everybody's like that. Right. We're just like, we need Mondays. So I was like, perfect. One, one on Monday, first day of the week, first day of the month, first day of the fucking year. Boom. Let's get started. And I woke up. No motivation. <laughs> it was just gone. I was like, okay, like I don't even know what I'm doing. What did I do Monday? I don't even know. That's a that's a huge problem with me. I feel like I'm losing it mentally, kind of a little bit. Oh, Monday, Monday I did a lot of thinking actually, which is like, oh, good for you, Steve. But nah, Monday was productive. Productive. I I put everything on like paper, laid out my plans, and I've been following that up for the week. So that it was a, like a planning day kind of thing. I don't know. Still been tracking my calories, though, which is good. So if you have a New Year's resolution, I hope that you've actually accomplished it for five fucking days. Because if you have, you're probably better than like 80% of people. Because most people suck. Most people suck. Um, At least at least doing new stuff. Because we lose integrity with ourselves and we're less accountable. Like most people just can't do it. Same thing with like reading a book. Pretty pathetic. 
Um, no, but anyway, so I said, so that's what it was. I said, uh, I said this to somebody that I work with and he was like, yeah, I'm not feeling like it's a new year either. I think it's the fact that it's an election year. And I was like, that's actually fair because election years are exhausting. Like, right. I mean, like we can say that regardless of anything, right? This is, this is going to be like, really? I don't want to hear about these old jokers again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same. It's been the same people. Been all the same characters. I need new characters. You know, we need we need someone new. Spice it up. I'm tired of this nonsense. I'm uh, I'm tired of it. So, we're I guess we're gonna see how the the primaries and shit go for the Republicans. I'm sure the Democrats are gonna put Joe up again. Uh, but regardless of everything, here's my pledge for 2024. And I would like to try to get a cult following around this so we can all band up together and accomplish something good for society. Hear me out here. I'm pretty sure we'll all agree on it unless you're old because my slogan is going to be GTFO. Pretty easy to remember. Get the f out, but it's, we're going to change it to get the fogies out, okay? Because they're old people. We got to get them out of here, dude. The old people. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. These nonsense career politicians that have been doing this too long. Clearly, they suck the, they suck the energy out of me, at least when I think about it. I'm like, dude, get the fogies out. So vote for whoever's youngest. Um, and blame me when the elections are triggered. Um because we have all these young we have all these young people that are rising up through the ranks because everybody just voted the youngest. Just vote for the youngest people. Who cares? Who cares? I think that we need to get the old people out because I'm tired of them. So get the fogies out of here. Get the fogies out of here, dude. I'm tired of them. It'll be better for society. Better for everything. It's why Vivek Ramaswamy who constantly says this nonsense about cutting half the people in the, I don't even know. Like he talks about like mass firing half the people. That's a brilliant idea. We should do that. But also we should fire more of them uh, because we don't need them. We don't need anybody. The government is like super corrupt, which leads me to my next thing. So like, my, okay. So this, this net, this next little segment is going to be a recurring theme for at least a long time because like it, it's it's just, it's called shit my dad says okay because this shit my dad says is astounding and eventually I'll tell everything but today I wanted to talk about this conspiracy cuz here's the problem with shit my dad says okay shit my dad says Always sounds crazy. Never sounds legit. I'm sure you've experienced this. You probably have a dad if you're a human. Uh, you know, and chances are, and hopefully, you know him and you talk to him because that's good. Or you did talk to him and you did know him. Meaning he's dead. Um, in case it's not obvious. So shit, my dad says. He has this whole conspiracy. 
here's his th- his here's his thesis. Okay, the thesis is the Democratic Party, and by the way, you'll be able to figure out really quickly which uh, which uh, which side of the aisle my dad falls on for most things, not everything, because there's there's a difference in a lot of things. It's it's radical. So. His conspiracy. His conspiracy is that the immigration problem that is happening generally on the Mexican border is feeding people into America, right? The government is really not handling illegal immigration well, right? I like I think objectively speaking, like even if you're you want people to get into the country, they're not handling this problem. Like it is a technically on paper a problem that people are coming in illegally. Like we need people to come in legally. Regardless. Um, that would that would be at least my stance, I guess, on it. But like there's a lot of different things in terms of how to handle it, regardless. Um the theory is that when they're they're all coming in and generally, generally they vote blue, right? Not really if ands or buts. Like they generally just do vote blue if you look on mass at statistics and all that crap. Uh, but yeah, actually, uh, you know, at the statistic, I don't even know. Some nerd is gonna try to prove me wrong. They generally vote blue. So they vote blue. Obviously, a lot of them land in those southern states, like Texas, which is you know bordering most of the Mexican border, I think. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. That one you could probably fact check me on, and I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, Texas is just massive, though, dude. Texas is crazy. Only been there a couple times. One was real recent. Dude. Whoa. Two airports in Houston. Houston is, like, just one city in Texas, and I was, like, astounded at how big this was. And I've been to a lot of cities on the East Coast. Like, I've been to Boston, New York, Philly, D.C. I don't think I've been to Baltimore, but I don't know if I want to be in Baltimore. Regardless, it's a huge city, like, at the levels of those cities. And I was like, holy crap, didn't even realize. Like, I just thought there were less people as you moved west, which generally is true in the United States. Regardless, Texas borders a lot of Mexico. You're going to have to deal with these tangents. I love them. So... Texas is bordered by the Mexicans and the Mexicans come into Texas. And slowly, if you look at the trends, Texas traditionally has been a red state for a very long time, except for the last couple election cycles. It slowly started to turn. So it's slowly getting bluer and bluer as time goes on. And so this grand conspiracy that my dad has is that the government is actually allowing this to happen because they want Texas to turn blue. And once it turns blue, the government's going to actually clamp down on illegal immigration and make it stop within like the next couple of years after that. And he told me that. And I was like, holy shit. That sounds plausible it does if you if you if you say it slow and you think about it you go 
maybe. You know what I mean? Like that. I, I, it's a conspiracy. I get it. It's wild, but I think it's. I think it's real. I think it's real. And I've been thinking about this for a long time. And my dad says some crazy shit, but the older I get, the more I realize it's actually wisdom, not crazy. And so, I think that the government has a conspiracy to turn Texas blue. Okay. Which I know my wall's blue. You have no idea. I'm wearing a blue shirt. You have no idea. I'm actually uh, not very blue. More yellow, I like to say. Because um, you got to be yellow. Being yellow is the best. If you don't know what being yellow is, why don't you look it up, you normie? Anyway, last thing I want to talk about today. Or I go is one part of 2023 that I think was obviously the biggest cultural icon of not only the year 2023, but the decade of the 2020s. And we all know that that is Barbie movie. Barbie movie. Mm. That movie, I got to tell you, life-changing okay as as a man it really made me understand what the woman goes through okay very important you got to get in there you got to know what's up you got to figure it all out and you got to be like oh i understand i i know i actually could never understand and that's why i understand and i i love women we we need women and the barbie movie just really elevated everything and spoke political truths into the world that were so important and meaningful that it changed my life. For real. Changed my life. And it's not just because Margot Robbie was Barbie. And it's not just because Ryan Gosling was Ken. But it's because everything was great in that movie. It's just a life-changing film, okay? Now, in the Barbie movie, I think the most notable part of the Barbie, I think we can all agree, the most notable part of the Barbie movie was obviously what? It, the, the song, right? It was the song, it was the song, it was the song. It's a song. And uh, we all know that it was obviously Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Unless you thought it was the stupid Ken song. Hell no, dude. It wasn't the Ken song. Get the Ken song out of here. I'm just Ken. Dude, that's such L mentality. They they made new, they made extra I'm just Ken's. They actually made more I'm just Ken's. Ryan Gosling is like now got like multiple albums on Spotify because of this nonsense. It's, it's kind of hilarious, but it's, I don't know. It, it's a lot. Like, it's just, I, I'm just can, I don't know. It seems, hmm, I don't know. Also, the other versions are kind of not played very much because they're kind of bad. Honestly, the Merry Christmas is actually pretty good. Like of the three, 
it's clearly got the most plays. Like I remember hearing that one for the first time. I was like, that one's actually not bad. Um, but the original is the best. Regardless, the actual song I want to talk about though <laughs> is not I'm just Ken, but I'm just Ken is a really good song. It's kind of a banger. Um, it's really funny that all the men I like, I love that song. I'm just like, I identify. I'm just Ken. Anywhere else I'd be a 10. So good. And the actual shit is that I'm going to talk about my song obsession, which is not, I'm just Ken. Um, it's actually Dance the Night. Dance the Night is a banger of a song, dude. Like, it's the song I've just been like, okay, so I have this pattern where I just like listen to a song over and over and over again, over and over again. And uh, it's oftentimes because I like to sing along with the song. Here's what I love about Dua Lipa and Dance the Night, though. That song is like, in my range so i can sing along to it and it's just a fun song to sing because i don't know so good so good i don't know if you can hear the music hopefully you can't because then i'm gonna get copywritten or something um that song is amazing and i can actually like kind of sing it so i think to end the podcast tonight i'm actually gonna sing along with it i'm gonna play the music and uh, if you don't want to hear me sing, you can just leave now. So, bye. Or listen to me sing the song. And I'm probably going to do it acapella because it's hopefully the music doesn't come through. But I don't know. Baby, you can find me under the lights. Diamonds under my eyes. Turn the rhythm up. Don't you want to just come along for the ride? Oh, my outfit's so tight. You can see my heartbeat tonight. I can take the heat, baby, best believe that's the moment I shine. Cause every romance shakes and it bends, don't give a damn. When the night's here, I don't do tears, baby, no chance. I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. Watch me dance, dance the night away. My heart could be burning, but you won't see it on my face. Watch me dance. Dance the night away. I'll still keep the party running, not one hair out of place. Lately, I've been moving close to the edge, still be looking my best. I stay on the beat, you can count on me, I ain't missing no steps. Cause every romance shakes and it bends, don't give a damn. When the night's here, I don't do tears, baby, no chance. I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. Watch me dance, dance the night away. My heart could be burning, but you won't see it on my face. Watch me dance, dance the night away. I'll still keep the party running, not one hair out of place. When my heart breaks, when my world shakes, I don't play it safe. Do you know about me? I could dance, I could dance, I could dance. Even when the tears are flowing like diamonds on my face. I still keep the party going, not one hair out of place. Even when the tears are flowing like diamonds on my face. I still keep the party going, not one hair out of place. Watch me dance. Dance the night away. My heart could be burning, but you won't see it on my face. Watch me dance. 
dance the night away. I'll still keep the party running, not one hair out of place when my heart breaks. When my world shakes, I don't play it safe. Do you know about me? I could dance, I could dance, I could dance, dance a night. Love that song. Love that song so much. And I have it on repeat, so I listen to it all the time. Uh, figured it'd be fun to jam out at the end of the podcast today. Um, That's what I want to talk about. Thanks for joining Fuking Around. Uh, Appreciate you, and I'll see you next week. Cheers.